Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's go out to the Ryan Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. There are truly steps beyond convenient. And there we'll find Paulie Malinaji, Showtime Sports, longtime boxer, champion boxer. Paulie, thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, you got a hell of a lineup coming up this week on Showtime. You got Jesus Cuellar versus Abner Morris. You got Jamal Charlo. Uh, versus Julian Williams, and then of course you guys are going to play uh, Anthony Joshua, who's like a star in the making. What do you think of this Anthony Joshua? Is he like the next coming in heavyweight? Is he the real deal? Um, yeah, I, th- I think Joshua's the real deal. I think he's fun, and you know he's definitely got a lot of popularity. If uh, I've been to a couple of his fights over in the UK, and it's uh, it's a, it's a really a madhouse. You know, they they pack the arenas. They he sells out every time, uh, and he's really really loved. That they they really get behind them over there. It's a sense of national pride for them to have a a big heavyweight champion like that. So I think uh, I think he's got potentially potential star in the making qualities. We'll see if he can keep going. You know, plus his Olympic gold medal. As a, as his uh, on his resume doesn't uh, that doesn't hurt either. What, when you look at a guy, he's like he's seventeen and zero. He's got seventeen KOs. Like, is he? What what do you think is the thing that would really round him out perfectly for for he could be one of the greats? Well, I, I think he's got all of it together as far as personality and style is concerned. Um, I like to see him stylistically loosen up a little bit. He's a little bit stiff uh, in, in his style, but of course that's probably because that's probably also helping him getting knockouts because he's probably on the stiff side throwing those punches when they land. They're probably a bit more hurtful. At the same time, I like to see him maybe move his head a little bit on, on, on defense, maybe loosen up a little bit instead of being so stiff in his stance. But he's fundamentally very sound. Um, he says all the right things in interviews. I, I've actually described him as a guy like Derek Jeter. You know, like Derek Jeter never has the long answer. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like you interview him, and even even a, a, they'll throw a, a curveball at him, and like you know where you know he could say something bad or he could say something negative, but Joshua always turns it around into something positive, or something cool, or just something that kind of deadens the the moment. So he's got that quality about him where where uh, it's almost like a Jeter esque quality in that you know when he deals with the media, he knows how to keep it positive, keep that smile, and uh, keep it moving. And and, it, and it's never a stupid answer; it's always some, something sharp, but at the same time classy. Talking to Paul Malinaji, Showtime Sports. Check them on the broadcast suite. They got a hell of a card. Showtime Saturday night, ten o'clock. We were talking about this last segment, man. You had a you had a call out of Conor McGregor. You guys have had a little bit of a back and forth in the media. We had Floyd Mayweather at the Heat game last night, and we were just saying like how crazy it is in the idea of the lunacy of this media that you would you would have the idea that you could be Floyd Mayweather because it would almost be like DJ plays. He he played in the NFL. We would say like, oh, it'd be like DJ saying, oh, I can go and go try out for the Heat, and I'm gonna do it. Uh, do you find like is that as far as the gap as it would be between an MMA guy going in and stepping in with a guy of Floyd's class? Yeah, yeah. The only thing that the similarities are they're both combat sports, but that's pretty much where it ends. You know, it's like trying to say a, a hockey player could be a a, a perfect go- a Tiger Woods uh, of golf. You know what I'm saying? Just because he plays hockey and just because he hits something with a stick, and you know, there's a, a similarity to the swing between hockey and golf. You know what I'm saying? Like, or vice versa. You know, you just it just wouldn't happen. You know, as 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 much as there's small similarities, it just wouldn't happen. So, same thing with mixed martial arts and boxing. I think uh, uh, an elite mixed martial artist uh, can't just go into boxing and become an elite boxer. He has to work his way up the ladder and, and same thing will go for a boxer going into the cage 
uh, an elite boxer couldn't just become elite in mixed martial arts just in his first fight in there. So, so I think it works both ways. I think the, the respect factor that has to happen in that way. The the difference with combat sports is if you make that mistake, you you also get your butt kicked, and it's not just uh, the embarrassment of losing. You're gonna you're gonna teach him a lesson. Like yeah, I saw I saw it seemed like you 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 ready to to dish out that lesson to Connor. Well, you know, I, I just felt, honestly, I don't even think he's ready for somebody on my level. Uh, a piece of me thinks it's probably more of a, of a publicity stunt to put pressure on the UFC to maybe pay him money or whatnot. Uh, I think, you know, the only way Connor could be treated legitimately in boxing is if he works his way up the ladder as a prospect where you find him the right matchups and you, you slowly build him, you know, first against like cab drivers, so to speak, and then you slowly build him to fade a journeyman and slowly build him to title shot. It takes some patience. I don't think Connor has that patience because at this point he's a multi million dollar fighter in the mixed martial arts world. I think if you put him with anybody remotely close to knowing how to box or fight in the ring, he gets stopped. I don't think he just gets beat. He gets stopped because he doesn't even know how to conserve energy in a 10 or 12 round fight. It's a difference in conserving energy between grappling and a difference in conserving energy in, in boxing. It's a, it's a big difference. Also, there's a, obviously you're just being constantly struck if you don't know how, if you don't know your way around the ring, your way around the ring, your positioning, uh, you know, the, the proper way to maneuver in that, you know, you're not wasting energy in that way, even making guys miss, you know, they, they, you could potentially pay a heavy price. So uh, at day's end, I think Connor is terrific in the cage, but he probably should stay in the cage. If he comes to boxing, yeah, I'd love to welcome him, but I don't even think he's ready for somebody on my level. And you know, I don't you, think he's ready for anybody who's been a world champion at all yet. You give him the business ball. We know. We we, we see you, man. We we know I'd you got him. It. I'd stop him, and people say like, if you, I know people think that's weird because I I don't have a lot of knockouts on my record, but I'd stop him. Like I'd walk him down. I'd, I'd beat him into submission, and uh, we've already seen that Connor has that. In him, he has that quit in him. We saw the Nate Diaz fight where he finally had enough, and when he Diaz got him down in that first in that first fight, he just gave him his back and didn't and gave up his neck. You know, that's that's quitting without quitting. You know, anybody who fights for a living understands quitting without quitting. In boxing, sometimes you see guys foul out; they start to de- they dechew themselves. They just keep fouling and fouling until the referee disqualifies them, so they where they can have like an out and say, "Oh, the referee was unfair." Meantime, it was actually them trying to quit. So it was he was he was quitting without quitting when he did that against Nate Diaz. Uh, he has that in him. If a fighter has that in him, he always has that in him when the going gets tough. So uh, in boxing, it would really be brought out of him even more because, again, he's not as adverse in boxing as he is in, in, in the cage and mixed martial arts. So he have a lot more troubled times in boxing. And then seeing those more troubled times in boxing, you know, he probably ends up quitting at a certain point. Talking to Paulie Malinaj, you catch him on the Showtime broadcast, Showtime Championship Boxing, this Saturday night on Showtime starting at 10 o'clock. They got a hell of a card. You got Jamal Charlo versus Julian Williams. You got Jesus Cuellar versus Abner Morris. And you'll get the chance to see Anthony Joshua as he goes up against Eric Molina. A really, really stacked card this weekend. I want to ask you before we get you out of here, Paulie, uh, your fellow Brooklynite, Shannon Briggs, he trains down here down at the Heavyweight Factory. He also he, he is known to, to, uh, to do the call out very, very well. And I, 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 did you did you see the drama that went on between him and David Hay at all? And I, I wanted yeah, to know what, what, what did you what did you make of that? Hey man, you know I, I think I don't I don't knock uh, Shannon trying to go and get his. You know, uh, you know we, we all got to make a living. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. So you know Shannon has his, has his uh, way of trying to go after the champs and say let's go champ right and then start in trouble and whatnot. Yeah, he did with Vladimir Klitschko. I thought he was getting under his skin. I think he sort of got on the David Hayes skin. Um, you know, it's it's something that he does, and uh, honestly, I don't knock it. You know, there's, there's a way you go and campaign about fight, You're trying to get fights, and sometimes you got to do it in that way. I mean, it's it's an it's, a, it's an age old it's an age old uh, method of doing things. I mean, fighters like uh, Muhammad Ali would go to Sonny Liston's gym. I remember this footage of that when, when Liston was training for him and just kind of start trouble or whatnot. So, fighters have been doing this for a while. I don't knock it, and uh, you know. Shannon's just going about doing and going about his business as well. It's Paul Malinaj. You check him on Showtime this week. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate the time. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks for the time. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.